Different Gravy, not just another Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller, and my co-host, he's the dandy Wednesdayman that you're too scared to mention. He spends his cash on looking flash and grabbing your attention. Stand and deliver your money or your life. It's Lukey Gledo. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm good. I'm good, Rich. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. Trying to bring some, you know, bring some upbeat energy to... Uh... The intro. There's been some negativity there. There's been some slide digs at at, uh, at, at your wonderful person. Uh, so I'm 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 a changed man. Spring is in the air. Uh, I'm giving up being mean for Lent. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a bit late for that, but anyway, still it all works out. Well, it's okay. You just had to have more pancakes before you uh, before you start being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go for like more of a kind of Ramadan feel and just not be mean during daylight hours, but be super mean as soon as the sun goes down. <laughs> right. <laughs> happy, happy Ramadan, everybody. Happy Ramadan. Uh, <laughs> get me a Ribena. I'm going in. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we've sort, of, we've sort of decided, and, and often when we do this, this... Um, this hubristic act uh, of saying that there's been no news. Um, often there's a very blatant thing that we've missed, but we've, we've, we're going to wade in. We're just going to go into the match, uh, the match coverage for this weekend and, uh, and, 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 and make this declarative statement that there was absolutely zero news this week, uh, Wednesday related. Mm-hmm. I know there was Partygate. I know there's the continuing World War Three saga, but in terms of direct relation to Sheffield Wednesday, we are uh, we're saying that you know th- th- there's no news. Uh, but I, think we did an, I think there was an announcement that Wednesday are in their uh, uh, 400th wave of Wednesdayism. <laughs> yes. I know there was an advert for a, gra- a new groundsman. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Big noise, big noise, big noise. Um, but yeah, there, there was a big match this weekend. A, a, a head-to-head tussle with one of our divisional rivals. Eventually, right at the ball end of the order of uh, this round yes. of League One football. Yeah, so we get to see everybody that we didn't want to win win yesterday and pushes out of the playoffs. And then we saw a bit of a a bit of a hiccup from from Wigan on their particular promotional. Uh, we did, and and we job. got to see the Millers remember how to win a game of football, mm. which uh, they had a had a brief. I think they they collectively as a team they had a a league concussion, and then they, <laughs> they just forgot how to how to win games of football. But uh, they were so yeah. But those Millers are back at it. They were so embarrassed by the sight of Barry Chuckle turning up on a Papa John sponsored moped that they <laughs> they did the only the only right and fair thing and lost the next couple of football matches in, in some sort of form of humility. We, we will be withdrawing our attacking attempt in the next forthcoming games. With an apology, out of respect to the world at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're throwing ourselves prostrate on the ground, asking for forgiveness uh, through the means through the means of dollying up uh, a couple of losses in League One. Mm. 
Yeah, so they they sort of uh, they sort of righted their poor form of late, uh, but but mm. Wigan Wigan uh, have had a bit of a slump. It seems like a few teams around there have had a bit of a slump. But our opponents today, MK Dons, come into come into the game in rather fine fettle. Uh, not lost a game this calendar year, I believe. Mm. Um, bringing was there some yeah. stat about they haven't conceded more than one goal at home for yeah a long time. I can't remember ruthless exactly at the back, finding goals up top, um, and barely ever having to rely on former loanee Theo Corbino for uh, for any of the bullets in this particular endeavour. Um, but there has been a, there's been a Wickham goal or two in there, hasn't there? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I think uh, I, a modicum of trepidation when Wednesday's relatively poor away form against a, a team that tend to do rather well at home, have been doing rather well in general. And so not the sort of game coming in that you want to see the changes that we had to make. No, and I, I guess there's a mild kind of segue into tying the two things together. Uh, mm-hmm. because there wasn't really much news. We did hear that there was going to be a couple of players missing out. The uh, two that we heard were... Oh, we heard there were two major players, one through injury and one through illness, is right, what yes. I think I heard. Okay. It's kind of creeping around, and uh, that seemed to have some degree of veracity, mm. as uh, Hutch, Hutchinson and Luongo were both out. Yeah, so Hutchinson... A little knock in training is what we've heard from Darren Moore. So possibly he's out for the season because that's what a little knock in training amounts to. Um, and um, yeah, Massimo Luongo has a chest infection, which could take, um, uh, you know, for somebody who works a desk job, that's something that's maybe takes you out of out of action for a, a fairly short while, really. But um, somebody who does something that actually involves kind of physically running around a football pitch, that that potentially could have a bit of a long tail for him before he, sure. he feels back up to speed. Sure, it's not the situation. He just has to mute himself while he wheezes on, uh, on TV. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but And the, the third person to miss out was Nathaniel Mendes-Lang, but that seems to have been just a, a swap in terms of a, a, a kind of tactical choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that is fair, because that, I think that's something that... Maybe we looked at from the viewpoint and the lens as a Wednesday fan to say, ah, you know, that's something we kind of wanted. So we didn't feel it felt less of an enforced change rather than a little bit of rotation. Um, so how do we how do we kind of see this, Rich, for for Liam Palmer coming in in one of the free centre back yeah. berths? You know, there are you know they say there's more stars in heaven than forts or something. <laughs> what, what is the saying? That's what they say. Yep. Beautiful okay. saying as well. Beautiful saying. Setting that well, then uh, with a uh, <laughs> um <laughs> there's certainly a lot of combinations of centre backs in more Sheffield Wednesday than there are possibly stars mm. in the heaven. Possibly stars that we can see in the heaven at least, perhaps. Now, I've got to say mm. <laughs> not that miffed to see Samuel Hutchinson dropping out. Uh I think he's been at fault for several of our goals uh, of late. Mm. And um, I don't think he's a natural for that left-sided centre-back slot. And and I think, although it's where what position is natural to Liam Palmer because he plays so many, but I do think he is a better left-sided centre-back than 
probably anybody other than Gibson in our in our squad currently. Uh, he's got the versatility to play there, um, and he's got quality on the ball that Hutchinson doesn't have, uh, and several other players don't re- really have. So I was quite I was quite pleased to see him come in. Okay, um, I think alongside Dean and Story. Is is this a praise of Liam Palmer or is this a further damnation of Shay Dunkley? Uh there will be there will be plenty of time for the latter. <laughs> for the uh, latter talk about Mr. Dunkley. <laughs> but this this really more is I I, th- I think Liam Palmer has has earned my trust as a as a player in the Sheffield Wednesday back five across several positions. He's someone who I mean, I'm generally happy to see pitch up. And I expect him nearly always to do a very good job in there. I think that's fair. Um, I think he's someone who's seemed and been deemed unfortunate. Mm. Given the form and kind of comeback of players who are more natural centre-backs. And, you know, we would never hope that he would ever replace Duncan, uh, sorry, Hunt and Johnson in their current no. forms. So no. I can kind of see that. I. Just uh, well, I guess the other thing was seemingly look at this. I wondered, like, oh, maybe Dominic Iorfa, but Dominic Iorfa seems to be has a yeah. mark of, of some variety. Yeah, he's he's joined the uh, the training club, not club, uh, the training ground, not club. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I, definitely, I would have preferred to see Iorfa come on when we had to make a substitution during the first half. Um, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so Palmer came in at that left side of centre back. Uh, Delhi Bashiru took up Luongo's post in midfield, um, although obviously he doesn't do that kind of holding role that that Luongo does. So in actual fact, but Byers tended to be the, the deeper of the the three midfielders with with Bannon and Delhi Bashiru kind of leading the line a bit more in that way. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, Berahino up top for for Nathaniel Mendes Lang, a change that I th- think we've generally felt was maybe maybe a preferred option a couple of times recently yeah. um, there's a there's there's a physicality to the way Nathaniel Mendes Lang plays that very few players can call upon mm-hmm. um but but he's not he's by no means a striker he doesn't have any kind of natural talent for the role uh in the way that on a good day Berahino knows what he's supposed to do as a striker and he knows where the net is on a good day mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, although, granted, we've seen some not so good Berahino days. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. So we no, no. So Corbino and Wickham on the bench for MK Dons. They're the kind of curse of the X threats in in this game. Um, obviously, Corbino much more direct in terms of. He was playing for us last time we played MK Dons and now he's playing against us. So that's quite a keen, keenly felt uh, switch of allegiance. Um, but he's not been getting, for a guy that supposedly moved for more game time, he's not been getting to play that often for them. No, no, not at all, which is uh, it's quite funny, going to be honest. It, it's rather funny, isn't it? It's rather Absolutely. funny. It's rather funny. And... Uh, you know, we will never fully see the full situation, but uh, you know, funny when he came on to booze from yes. from the Wednesday fans. Yeah, this game. <laughs> um, sure, I just want to talk in a little bit of kind of backstory, just kind of looking behind the curtain here at this game. So, yeah. um, first of all, um, fuck Sky Sports. Yes, 
fuck them rather heartily. Yeah. Um, just, just, just incredibly shitty behavior to move things. Um, with ahead of the, sorry, without, uh, sorry, fouling the regulation time that time frame they're given to move football games yeah. to set up this little narrative. Um, they also kind of piss on the bonfire by just being generally terrible. So mm-hmm. this is a game which is selected for um, television, so I don't get coverage on iFollow in Canada. Yeah. But then the hilarious thing was because it was an international coverage, um, but wasn't actually covered in Canada through the zone. So I had to go get myself a grotty stream. Um, do you find, Rich, that um, going into a presentation in the studio, they had um, some... Some general presenter lady who I've not seen before. She she seemed fine. She was good at her job. Some, um, some lady that they grabbed on the way to the gym and said, "Would you like to present some football?" She was she was a fine television presenter. She was she was okay. She wasn't my biggest irk. Um, looking no no no. Irks, I had no irk really with. I, I just I I questioned whether she knew she was going to be on TV today. That's all. Um, she hadn't exactly dressed up for the occasion, but oh, wow. um, I have oh, wow. no qualms with her. Well, the other two, the two chaps are in a nice jacket each, at least. Come on, you've got, you know, make a special occasion. You don't go on tally every day. <laughs> anyway, there wasn't, oh, jeez, I didn't want to leave it here. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to lead you to hate women, Rich. Always no, hating women. there's no, there's never me. It's never no. me on the podcast. It's never me saying anything. <laughs> Comedy misogy- misogynistic. It's always but, uh, but I would not, if it oh, was. Oh, these uh, women. Oh, <laughs> If it was David Prutton, I wouldn't expect him to turn up in like shorts and a t shirt. <laughs> no, 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 you wouldn't. But I thought, I thought she was fine anyway. But looking but yes, across I'm the sorry. point I'm trying to get to, it was like this is that, the that kind of maybe sits the tone. There's like some present I have personally not heard of, but she was she was she was good. She was, she was absolutely there. fine. She was fine. Um, Aaron McLean, mm. and I say Aaron McLean because I knew his name. I didn't get the name of the other guy, and I've no idea who the hell he is. <laughs> But clearly, just I I I wondered if we could have got like a CGI Muppet, which or maybe a dog with some peanut butter in its mouth, and then we could have got some kind of uh, we could have got some sound clips of David Prutton with stitched together through AI. It would have been better than this this tedious idiot. All of this pisses me off because it's a bit like, do you want to come to my wedding? Sure, I'll come to your wedding. And then you turn up and it's like, what, what's, uh, what's, for, what's for the, you know, for dinner? Oh, it's a series of cheese sandwiches. <laughs> you, you've done all this and we're having fucking cheese sandwiches. This is Sky Sports. This is terrible. Um, I also thought it was hilarious the way they present the background. So this was chef, eeled, wed. Versus yeah. MK Don's <laughs> sounds like sounds like you're ringing up. It's like a ticket line, like you know, like an automated phone ticket line. You're ringing up there. Yes, just, just terrible. Everything about this just pissed me off. For us to be the last game to play, because I knew in very typical Sheffield Wednesday fashion that I hate it when this happens. I yeah. hate it when games get moved around and we're the last to play in a round of football. So because everything that happened yesterday wasn't particularly fun. There weren't any decent results from a Sheffield Wednesday perspective. I no. think Shrewsbury had done us a favour for a bit, but then Sunderland, those sneaky, ruddy Mackhams, got <laughs> themselves a last-minute winner, didn't they? They did. So it's all it's all just terrible. And then we have 
all this to thank. Very late on a Saturday. Did the other person, the other man, Mantu, did he... Mantu. <laughs> um, did, he, did he keep saying Oz about MK Dottons? Or was that just in my he- head? Oh, he could well have. He could well have. We need well to do this. So was... Possibly. Yeah. I think... So I, I must confess, I didn't sort of pay full attention to the previous two games. but So I don't know whether they had the those two for all three games <laughs> or whether they swapped them out. They had they had generic lower league personages, one and two, three and four, and we ended up with five and six. They did seem really... to... I think I did seem to catch a bit of the end of the footage before we did the transition. So I think they were basically doing pulling a, a five-hour stint of spouting right. garbage about a number of <laughs> League One chaff teams, including us. That might explain why um, when they were kind of running through the players, you know, they did the MK Dons players to look out for and get, well, then switched to Sheffield Wednesday. And I think Aaron McLean just sort of went, Barry Bannon? <laughs> I didn't do any like explanation of what he might do. Like, and, uh, oh, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> and Sheffield Wednesday have got some players. Um, uh, Barry Bannon. Um, <laughs> I looked on my team sheet and there's 11 of them. Oh, um, speaking of the nondescript Chavez on Sky Sports, mm. who was, who was a nondescript Coventry Chava? Call her Coventry. Because he talked a lot about playing with Bannon. Gabadon, Danny Gabadon, Danny Gabadon. Okay, that was the the pleasing Cardiffian tones of uh, Danny Gabadon. He was a bit more seasoned in talking, uh, you know, being punditry. I, don't, I actually you know. quite like Danny Gabadon. To be fair, yeah. I think of the of what did you call what were you calling them? Chavers, Chavers, Chavers. Yeah, of the lower league Chavers. He's 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 uh, chief amongst <laughs> Chavers. Is Danny Gavidon. He's a bit more seasoned and experienced. I mean, it's like it's like a, a good year of baby sham, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, uh, he he's close enough. He's he's only finished playing recently enough that he actually has shared a dressing room with a a few players. So mm. Barry Bannon was was one of those, and uh, he also mentioned. <laughs> Uh, Boateng when he came on for MK Dons he sort of said oh he was right. he was going through as a youngster um, mm. but can, can I talk about a couple of other misnomers before we get into the memes from, from the commentary stuff um, I mean no already worrying talk of Wednesday having a championship this and a championship that by the commentary team most uninspiring Dr. Seuss book yet <laughs> Could you, would you, in the league above? <laughs> um, the so Sky famously have this. They have the narrative. Yes, they've yes. decided what the story of this game is. They pay cursory attention to. So this was the League One's big day of showing League One matches because they don't show that many in in the, the season. But this was League One. Oh, we're showing three League One games. Oh, it's all going to be about League One and the stories. <laughs> and the story of today was MK Dons are going for promotion. This mm-hmm. is all about they're going for promotion. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wigan have, spl- have slipped up. So it's a big, big day for MK Dons. And yeah, really yeah. Ne- uh, cursory mentions at best for the fact that we are serious playoff contenders. Not really something... Certainly, in the first 
the lead up to the match, not something that they cared to talk about it in any great detail at all. I mean, really, we were we were there to be the counterpoints to the wonderful, all conquering McDonkeys. That's 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 the that's the story today. Is who were those other guys? Who cares? Because the MK Dons were here. We all got to see the donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> But it's always fun to see them scramble to rewrite that narrative mid. <laughs> you can you can hear the sound of cue cards being ripped up as they have to frantically. I mean, <laughs> we were going to have a strawberry pavlova for the afters in this this wedding for dessert, but we, you know, Wednesday just turned up and wazzed all over their strobes. So, so it's more cheese sandwiches, actually. <laughs> Add a bit of sugar to these cheese sandwiches. Sprinkle a bit of uh, icing sugar on them. You can call it Monte Cristo if you want, but it's still a cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh. So, again, the other, uh, uh, I guess, I'll say one, one more misnomer before we get into the meat of this with another misnomer from the commentary yeah. team. Um, so, they, in the process of looking at Dean Lewington at one point, Oh yeah, gave a stat by saying that he had something like 850 appearances. Yeah. But that, that I think they included academy football because he's oh, really? only got seven hundred and thirty-five or something along those lines, according to his Wikipedia. Okay, was that right? Was it, did I did I make a? Am I correct in my naughty ticking off? Me uh, wagging the finger. Let me uh, let me let me Google Dean Dean Lington now. <laughs> but do you remember when they brought that up? Because I swear they said it was eight hundred and fifty-four MK Dons. Well, I think he played 43 game times for Wimbledon. I mean, the man is nearly as old as I am. He's old as dust. Yeah, isn't that then part of this, the... Uh... The rewriting of franchise history. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So but I've... even so, that's still not over 800 appearances. I thought they were looking at his academy record, and I'm like, you can't talk about someone's record include academy football. He's trying. He's he's doing the Pele thing, isn't he? Pele claimed to have scored a thousand goals, but then it was like very hard to verify because it included like youth football and reserve yeah, football. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, he's the he's he's the, the Pele of MK Dons. The Pele of MK Dons. I've got to say, um, rather enjoyed the gut that Dean that. Uh, that the Dean Lewington was carrying around. I mean, really giving giving us fat lads hope that we might still be able to make a late run. We might still be able to uh, embarrass ourselves and tee up Barry Bannon for a wonder goal uh, in front of everybody, uh, given half a chance. Because uh, yeah, his and and the you know the little uh, bib they have to wear so that they get tracked on the pitch that was really bringing out the best in his bitch tits as well. It was like a little wonder bar for him. Tottering around at the left side of that back three. <laughs> oh, Dean Lewington to bring in. So first, my first note of the game, Rich. Story mm. gives the ball away, Ellie does. And already Lewington goes through the back of Gregory. But no yeah. mock commentators declare, welcome to the game, Lee Gregory. And indeed, welcome <laughs> welcome any Wednesday fans who thought they'd win a free kick up front. <laughs> this game of football. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... A taster of 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 how they're uh, they're pretty no nonsense. Lewington and uh, what was the other one called? Darling, darling. The, uh, mm-hmm. uh, going against 
his namesake, uh, Darling, is an absolute, um, well, I don't know. He's not a nice man. <laughs> the, the antithesis of Darling. Goes by the name Darling, but it turns out he's an absolute dickhead. <laughs> I, um, I don't have a lot of notes this game. I feel like my notes are pretty much like I think the first half really was there was not much that happened other than the goals, but well, we had the goals. goals. I know, yeah, exactly. That's probably the case. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the yeah, the first one came uh, pretty much the ten minute mark, right? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And in then fact, I, it was it was on the te- all the goals. Uh, the first four on the ten minute mark. It's like bang, bang, bang. Ten bang, minutes, bang, twenty bang. minutes, thirty minutes, forty minutes. So we we had a chance in the ninth minute, which came to that. And I want to bring it up and give it a little bit of focus because there's also some nice little bit of Luke kicking that I'm going to give in this episode, okay. which I'm quite looking forward to doing. Bit of Luke kicking. Uh, Byers does so well in the ninth minute to thread it through for Gregory. So Byers mm. kind of did a bit of motoring forward and then teamed yeah. in so nicely for Gregory. Gregory took a touch and maybe didn't quite get the best angle, but it was still a very good shot, shot I must say, to try and place yeah. it into the corner. And then it was coming. Jamie Cumming, who did a good stop to put it around the corner. And it was really funny watching the um, the footage afterwards. You know, if we focus on the facial expressions, we see Lee Gregory look a little bit exasperated, a little bit head and hands yeah, yeah. with himself. And Jamie Cumming looks as cocky as anything. Yes. What an arrogant-looking man. Yeah, rather a, co- rather a cocky-looking boy at that, at that moment. And then how delicious is it? That this tees up the next event <laughs> in the Luke in the Luke notes timeline of this game against MK Dons. <laughs> Tenth minute from the corner, following a beautiful training ground routine, Bannon strokes yeah. it to the near post. A collects a return ball. I can't who did he collect it back from on that play? Byers. That was Byers, nice. And then just absolutely strokes it to the outset. And Barahino absolutely smashed it. Towards the keeper who spills it into the corner like the gormless twat he is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How have they only conceded this many goals with this guy as a number one? He was he was shit today. He was he so really was. terrible. Such an awful, awful goalkeeper. I can't. I mean, believe. this really was the sort of half that you know. If you heard that he was crying in the dressing room at half time, you would you would believe it. <laughs> <laughs> he just he pretty much let in every apart from that Gregory shot he let in every shot we had pretty on much target. pretty much yeah that four shots on target and he and and the yeah he let in three of them <laughs> so that first smug one maybe he's just like enjoy this while you can because you know what you're like <laughs> drink this in drink, drink this in cum dog as he probably calls himself <laughs> And as you say, there's, there's not a great deal of notes, but I mean, uh, from this, you know, we're 1-0 up at this point. Following here, I mean, is there anything you want to say about that goal? No, I mean, I, as you said, I, I, I thought that Gregory moment, I thought, I think Gregory, it looked like he was already celebrating. I think he felt he'd got his angle right for the shot. He didn't mm. get a cleanest of strikes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really nice work from Byers. took it past a couple of players and and kind of did that, Ronaldinho thing of like looking one way and playing the pass another because he he was looking at Johnson on the left as he played it in behind the defense to Gregory so that was so that good. was really tasty mm. um 
but yeah, and and a short corner routine. I mean, immediately you're generally my general rule of thumb is oh short corner, and then by the time I'd uttered those words, in fact, actually it was my sister had uttered those words this this particular time round. Um, <laughs> by the time those words Good had stuff. left her mouth, Perahino had scored. Um, I was really chuffed for him as well because I think, mm. as we've talked about, it, it, he's been a bit on. I, can, I think he can feel a bit hard done by in that he scores a hat-trick and then has barely played any football since then. Um, he's and, and really through no fault of his own, he just hasn't been picked. Uh, so I think to get his start and to get a goal within 10 minutes, good on him. You know, that's, that's, that's exactly what you want to do as a striker. And he keeps his very good goal-scoring run going as well, which can only help us early. Um, yeah, my next note is is the twentieth minute, which is the next goal. <laughs> <laughs> so in between, I want to say, Rich, with a flare being let off following the goal, and yes. my eyes hazing over the the, the beady quality of the dodgy stream, <laughs> the continental dodginess of coming, and the spacious arena of Milton Keynes, I, I asked myself, is this a Serie B game I see before me? <laughs> Wonderfully Italian oh. feel. All the glamour of Italia 1990. Milton Keynes, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful roundabout. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the roundabout's just a hum of people people wanging it round in mopeds. <laughs> just shouting at each other in Italian. Beautiful. <laughs> um, so the the... Yeah, the 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 next goal, the the sort of lead up moment to that. So again, it was a set piece that got the goal, but mm. uh, the lead up to that was a really nice bit of play from Delhi Bashiru. There's yeah. a few times today where he just sort of dropped the hammer in terms of just powering forward and and broke, breaking through a few challenges and breaking some lines, which we I love to see him do. It's he's one mm. of the very few players in the squad that can run at people and kind of make things happen the way he does. Um, and this time around, he he did it very efficiently. He drew drew in two or three players and then spread the ball out wide to Johnson. Unfortunately, nobody had really made a run in the box for him. But thankfully, Johnson, uh, maybe he saw it happen and he decided to plough his cross straight into the nearest defender, which meant we got a corner. Um, and this was just a very straightforward corner, really, in some ways. Um Bannon t- took it took it long. Uh, I think Story was very close to getting a little flick on at the near post, but he he missed and it and it landed at Gregory's feet, and he mm. he steered it home first first chance. And again, Luke's uh, Luke's bet noir Cummings does not cover himself in glory. He uh, he lets the ball go straight between his legs and kind of points around <laughs> at anybody else like it could possibly be their fault that he's terrible in goal. Yeah, I said a bit like that game you play in pubs with a tuppence. Um, so clearly when we got it to the end, flipped up and caught it. Cumming said, clearly said under. And then uh, as I put from my notes, Gregory runs onto me so well to put it in the net, but also in between the smaller net as framed by the keeper's legs and ghoulies. <laughs> a Chelsea youngster, which won't, won't endear you to, to him. Really? To you, I, 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 was, I think they signed him from Gillingham. Actually, in the in the January window, or he spent time at Gillingham, so maybe he's is he on loan or is he a is he a full time disaster at uh, Milton Keynes? It looks like he's 
looks like he's still at M- at the uh, at Chelsea under twenty threes. Okay. So, a bit confusing, but uh... so there we go. I I was worried. Uh, speaking of uh, young keepers, actually, so it was, it was ugh, semi news if there was ever any news from this lack of news week. But uh, we got some footage of the players in training for oh yeah MK Dons, and since there was a rumor of players being missing, I was worried that uh, Peacock Farrell wasn't going to be playing today, right? Because they had footage of two goalkeepers who I've never seen in my life. Oh. Uh, including one lad um, who is a, I, I think I want to say, I think he's of a mixed race origin. And he has the number 82 and he has a very uh, big haircut and okay. never seen this guy before in my life. So I imagine he's a very young <laughs> goalkeeper who's come up. So seeing those two focused at the beginning with another youngster who I, I'm not particularly aware of, um, yeah, made me wonder if we were gonna see if we were gonna see Wildsmith or we were gonna mm. see even, Top even a young goalkeeper that we've never seen before. But luckily that was that was not that the case. case. Um my I was texting with my eldest brother Andy about that goal. Um he sent me what did he send me? Uh in text. He sent me the the emoji with uh, the the emoji with the two hearts for eyes, uh followed okay. by the followed by the words love train. Because it was a very love train like corner, wasn't it? Wasn't yes, it? yeah. It was one of those like we're all going to run onto this and they're all going to shit, you know, to defend yeah. <laughs> the position. Yeah, the nice. They're going to shit themselves. What a what a great hit by Gregory. He met well, it so well. Reiterated again by Sky here. So this this has snuck up on us in terms of being a statistic. We we have scored the most goals in the league from corners. Apparently, we've we've, we've scored fifteen goals from corners this season. I I. Are we going to stop doing the podcast, Rich? Because we've been talking about something else completely for the last... <laughs> I, I know! 40-odd 40 40 odd games this season, whatever it was. And obviously two today to add to our collection, so we were number one before. Well, this, this was like... I was like, this was... This is like some of the f- first few goals I've seen from going into the season. Yeah. So like, what? Well, and unlike your boy on uh, Fatboy Slim's album cover, we're number one, so why try harder? We're, we're number one. We're going to try <laughs> even harder, is what we're saying. <laughs> a real timely reference because I'm cool and young. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we are very pro, 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 profligate at corners. So does this mean yeah. we've just had like, have we had like 4,000 corners this season? Must be. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really baffled by the statistic, but the, we were, we laughed at yes. some the manager a couple of weeks ago and said, um, said a similar thing, right? Yeah, said that yeah. Wednesday are a real force at corners, and we're like, which Wednesday have you been watching? In fact, it may well have been the AFC Wimbledon boast just to kind of bring things full circle. Uh, are the under twenty three is good at corners? Are the ladies team good at corners? <laughs> Did you confuse Sheffield Wednesday with Manchester City? Oh, no, so it's, it would have been Cheltenham Town, I think, because that's where Massimo Luongo got the one-off Dean's assist, didn't he? And he, he said, oh, we should have known better because they're so good from corners. Um, but, yeah, mm. I mean, we'll have to go back and remember all these wonderful corner. When there's a goals of the season compilation, we'll suddenly find out that half of them were from corners. <laughs> and here we thought we were useless at corners, and uh, we're not. We were good the Ever- whole time. Everybody look forward to the different gravy corner goal episode. We'll, we'll, we'll have to the have finest, 
the finest goals from corners, all purely from this season, apparently, <laughs> from when we've been well, doing different gravy. We're going to have to have, have a, a, a competition all its own of the best corner goal of the season. We could do the top 10 and several would miss out. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. And there may be, there may be more. Who knows? What other, what other oh. features are coming? <laughs> so, uh, anything else before the 30th minute and the, th- the, th- the third? Uh, just four words from me. This is very comfortable, I wrote. Mm. I mean, it seemed weird. It seemed like it felt like there was a, a narrative to the, obviously, the narrative about MK Dons because Sky wanted their beloved, beloved, precious, precious MK Dons to, you know, get a win. But those big, big, naughty boys, Sheffield Wednesday, turned up and. Uh... <laughs> well, um, speaking of statistics that are either surprising, unsurprising, useful, not useful. Um, MK Dons are the team with the most successful passes in the league. They have the highest average number of passes in uh, in the league as well, uh, per game in the league. Um, they did a lot of pointless passing around the back, an awful lot of it. Mm. And we, by and large, were like, if you want to just do that in front of your own box, like diddle yourself, have at it. You know, we frankly don't want to get involved in that filthy business, Dean Lewington. As you you diddle your bitch tits in front of us, we don't want to, don't want to see it. We'll stand close enough to make sure you're not, you know, interfering with other people. If you, but if you want to, if you were convert part of the stadium into a pickleball court, then you you do as such. There was. I mean, there was an awful lot of... They got five at the back. They passed all the way from one fullback through each defender individually to the other fullback and then back again and then maybe back to the keeper. There's just a lot of pointless possession. And I know the whole deal is to draw us on, and but we didn't get sucked in. We didn't get into the game of just chasing after them. I think we, we applied smart pressure at yes, times. We nearly totally. caught them out at times. Mm-hmm. But we didn't... What they're wanting you to do is lose your heads and just go tearing after them and leave nice big gaps. And I think, by and large, we did a really good job of not doing that. We, we, we kept our discipline, kept our shape, and were very, very hard for them to get anything going against. Mm. Uh, there was no mom spaghetti on our, uh, our pink shirts, was there? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I, I liked, yeah, I, I really, I, I, I like that you brought that up because I, I was really impressed with our press because it was, um, yeah, we, 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 we didn't get sucked into that. We didn't dally. We didn't kind of persevere. That was something, and I liked also seeing Bannon kind of push up, which is something which I think we've talked about before, being like something. Yeah. That, we've known is something that more has wanted to do. And sometimes I think we've looked at it and like, really? It's almost um, like a three up top at times. Today. It was, it was, you know, the, you know, those two just part like the Red Sea and then uh, <laughs> yeah. told Moses Bannon goes up the middle. <laughs> Lots of comparisons to biblical figures for a Bannon today. Cause um, I've seen it. I've seen him compared on the Twitters to, uh, to one, one Mr. Mr. JC. Who uh, who we we think about at this time of year? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk? Should we talk? Should we, is it time now, Luke? Is it time? I think it is. What what better time? 
So we were doing some of our own passing around at the back and mm. uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell got a bit fed up of that, a bit bored and looked very long, looked long as in behind their back line long, um, sent them all kind of scurrying back. And uh, that that man, Lewington, uh, took what should have been a fairly standard kind of header, just head, he- head it as hard as you can, head it away. You've done your job as a defender. But his header just dropped. <laughs> and what should have been a comfortable clearance really came to back to bite him on the bomb because Barry Bannon was onto it like a shot, chested it down and thumped home the most glorious half volley. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was really special stuff. Like fully 40 yards out, he lobbed the goalkeeper from. Um, and it, 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 I think that what I was more impressed about as well is I mean, it went so high up and then dropped like a stone, but still hit like the back of the net. You know, quite often when you see a lob from distance, it, it's like it kind of lands down in the goal. This was still the cur- the arc of it was just so perfect. It's just such a brilliant execution. You know, my notes for, yeah, BPF takes it long, headed out to Bannon, who takes a touch and wellies his little foot through it and takes a goal <laughs> shot over the top of the hapless coming. <laughs> and just yes, great again. to see, uh, great to see that useless POS keeper completely, <laughs> completely off his line and like running back to it like he's like <laughs> exasperating me trying to get back in his house or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was it. Was it was it was joyful? Absolutely joyful. joyful. Um, yeah, just beautiful. I mean, brilliant technique, perfect execution. Uh, well done, Barry Bannon. He's uh, he's giving us lots of lots of delicious goals uh, this season. Is is Barry Bannon? He's having a one man goal of the season competition, and he will also be a, a major contributor to the, all those corner goals that we keep scoring as well. Mm. <laughs> um, so notes wise, so yeah, three 0 absolutely kind of in the ascendancy. That's. Uh, that comfortable feeling was absolutely borne out with by the scoreline as well. Um, I, I did put at the 34th minute, we had a bit of a reminder that MK Dons were dangerous. So I think that was, we got a little bit sort of pulled out of position and there was a through ball that Palmer had to sort of smartly cut out. Yeah. And then an unfortunate thing happens. Uh, it didn't seem to be related to any particular incident. Uh, he didn't seem to be fouled or anything like that, but Harley Dean sort of took a knee uh, on the edge of the box. Looked like he was sort of gesturing about something to do with his head or his eyes. So I, I did wonder whether it might count, might have counted as a, a concussion substitution, but a, afterwards we're told by Moore that it was, he felt something in his calf. Um, but it's definitely looked more like he was complaining about something to do with his vision. Uh, if I'm, if I'm reading if I'm inexpertly reading the the, the sign language, the um, Harley Dean sign language, uh, I, I would have said he he was he was having some problem with his his vision. Um, but he comes off, and Jay Dunkley comes on, and the whole feel of the game changes. Um, mm. It's hard to. I think I think part of that's the fans reacting. I think part of that is the players just not feeling as confident and comfortable in their their new teammate um and to make matters worse pretty much the first thing that Dunkley does is is hand possession away 
to an opposition player, um, very much in the in the way that that Lewington had done for Barry Bannon. Mm-hmm. He he nods the ball straight down for um, for Twine. Twine was very good all game. He was very good against us last time. He was very good in this game against us. Uh, nods it down to Twine's feet. Twine sets uh, Parrot away on the break. Uh, I thought Story, and, and I think they did say on the commentary, I thought Story and Bailey Peacock Farrell did all right in the situation, but they're kind of on a, a bit of a hiding to nothing. He, um, yeah. Parrot's clearly good enough to go with both feet in that situation, which well, does. <clears throat> yes, I go. No, I, 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 it, it's a difficult one because I was wondering about. So, my notes I said, uh, you know, yeah, from that defensive problem, as we can see, Story jockeying Paris and doesn't do enough or commits. And then I said yeah. afterwards to be a little bit fairer, or maybe parrots just quicker in general, which it seems to be it seems yeah. to be a yard of pace. Um, I think Story was trying to keep him on his left, which is his weaker foot. Yeah, um, but it didn't work because he got a shot away with his right, didn't he? So yeah, he managed to poke it goalwards with his right, and it's good chip. Oh, Palmer and Dunkley were. Just about there on the line, but all Palmer could do really was just do provide the finishing touch. And uh, yeah, yeah, he did well. Parrot, it's not not a given to score in that situation. He was he was played well through well. It was a good weighted ball that put you know put things in his favour. But mm. it's not a given to score f- from that position. Yeah, and I, I think he'd probably give more most of the blame for that one from a Wednesday defensive perspective is that clearance header from Dunkley. Yeah, it's not good. It's. It's the fact, it's a combo, isn't it? Because, so he sells himself on the header. It's a bad header, so he gives possession away. And mm. then he doesn't have the recovery pace. He should be running then back with Story so that there's two on one against Parrot, but he can't catch up. He's the third player. that Palmer gets there before him to the situation. He's the third player to arrive out of the three defenders. Um, so it's it's all the things coming to roost. Like it's yeah, it's overexerting yourself and putting yourself in a bad position because you just do. That's how you defend. You're 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 kind of like <laughs> it's it's either ten out of ten or it's nothing. That's how Dunkley goes for the ball in the air. He sells himself or he doesn't do anything at all. Um, so he sells himself. It's bad, <laughs> and then he doesn't. He's not quick enough to recover. Um, so it's all just, yeah, it's just bad, bad positioning, bad um, execution, and then also showing his shortcomings as a defender. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I mean, obviously, 3-1 at half time, not to be sniffed at, but it did, it did feel like the whole kind of feeling of the match had changed somewhat uh, with the change, with the get Len conceding the goal. Um, it, it, it felt... M- a much worse situation to be walking in at 3-1 rather than 3-0 up. Um, it's quite funny, Bannon at the end of the match said um, about his goal, he's like, oh, it's good to get that third one because 2-0 can be quite a tricky lead. I was like, oh yeah, because 3 felt like felt wonderful, Bass. <laughs> so comfortable. I loved it. So half-time, what were, your, what were you thinking at half-time? <clears throat> Um, I guess my notes are, you know, I, I I made a note purely about some of that Bannon hassling through the middle of the front two. I said, you know, strange plan coming to fruition, which, you know, I've covered before. Oh, outside of that, I just said, it's almost comfortable, you know, like, yeah, still very Wednesday and the rest of it 
was still very Wednesday. I mean, we got, yes, three, yes. We, got the, we got the three points, which is the most important thing. But, uh, and the most on Wednesday bit of all of it. The most on Wednesday bit of all of it. But the rest of it seemed very Wednesday from being in mm-hmm. such, a, such a lead, such a position. Um, it was weird. I mean, like, watching this game was like, um, you know, we get into the second half. We'll get into the second half and we'll get into MK Dons ratcheting up and coming out. And it, I thought that would probably be the case. Um, but really, it was the weird thing for me was watching in the nature I was doing with the kind of coverage and the camera angle. I, I just felt very weirdly unattached, like okay. detached from things. Like it, it didn't feel there was any great. Um, it didn't feel like there was a lot of great. Apart from the MK Don's goal, it, it genuinely to me didn't feel like there was a lot of like really accelerated, really quick, quick paced play. To the game? No, it was well. We, we as we took we we were very very efficient when when we had our chances. We didn't have that many chances, but we took all the ones we made. Very and then, so, yeah, yeah, I think they are a team. It looks very much like they. I suppose there's lots of teams like this, but they they struggled with the fact that we sort of were able to then because of our goals sit and watch them play and just sort of say, okay, what have you got? We're gonna we're gonna sit. We're gonna we'll put we'll push back when you get into our final third. But until then, you can have the ball and do what you like with it because we don't think you can hurt us. And they struggled. They didn't really have much of an answer. Mm. Certainly, I think the things opened up with when Dunkley came in because he's just not reliable at clearing the football. Um, I think every central defender in League One can head a ball to the halfway line, apart from Che Dunkley, because it might go straight up in the air. It might go left. It might go right. It might drop at his feet. He might miss it altogether. He's just not very good, yeah. unfortunately. Um, and I think that's a big part of why the second half, they 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 had a way into the match then, because if they could get the ball around him, then... They were going to get a second ch- ch- and bite of the cherry, a second, a third, because it's just not getting cleared away as efficiently as it should have. Um, uh, second half, I, I do have, I do have a, a few notes, but uh, uh, to be honest, a lot of them are, are the substitutions that happened. There was, it wasn't a, again, it wasn't an incident-filled second half. Mm. Um, they had some, they had some chances. The first of those are the be- one of the best of those early on was the fifty-second minute when Coventry almost outdid Bannon. <laughs> uh, similar sort of distance, he hit it off the ground and he got an absolutely sweet strike to it, and it, it, yeah. it sort of cannoned off the inside of the post, and thankfully sort of bounced safe. <laughs> but um, everybody was just watching it. It was such a good oh. strike. You know, I don't think I don't think Bailey Peacock Farrell even dived because. It was just like, well, what can I do <laughs> if that's it? He did. He was still beaten up, or, you know, beaten all, ends way, up. all ends up. Um, yeah. You know, prior to this, in my note, Sky Sports wanting to basically tell us that MK Dons have won the most points in the league from losing positions. And <laughs> yes. that was 25 points. So that's I know they have then. It's a lot of points. I know it's their narrative, but uh, yeah, uh, clearly they seem to be a team who seem to uh, stick with it and have a lot of belief. So kudos to mm. them. And then. Soon after that, then then it was that hit from Coventry that you've you've yeah. mentioned. Um, thankfully, we cleared from the aftermath, but it was it was still a bit worrying. We're still yeah, we're still dealing with Shea Dunkley here. 
It's uh... it's also as well they've they've obviously got. I mean, Coventry is not their biggest threat from distance, and it, mm. it, it, it sort of made you think like how many players have been what because Twine is like noted for efforts from distance, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he was we were very much of a mind to stop him by whatever means when he got the ball anywhere near the goal. Uh, but I suppose if they've got other threats on that on that front, then that that, that does sort of you can't foul everybody all the time. Um, it's uh, it's just not possible. Uh, they lost Isa, their their striker. Um, not not long after that, he sort of went on a run in behind. Uh, as as Dunkley was doing something strange in not clearing a ball, um, Isa was darting in behind, but he sort of injured himself. Apparently, they were talking after the match. They were saying that he's he was fasting, and supposedly the match should have stopped to allow him to take on some sustenance. Um, so I don't know whether there's some sort of muscle fatigue related to the fact he wasn't. Oh, interesting. He was probably fasting for Ramadan. Is that the case? Yeah. Okay. But their manager, to be fair, didn't. He didn't say, "Oh, use it. Try and use it as an excuse." He's just like, "Well, if that's the case, I wasn't aware. But if that's the case, then it should have been our team to make sure that happened." It it looked like one of those where it was, you know, players get injured, and it's just, you know, just incredibly innocuous when they go down. The sort of injury that pace players get and people like James O'Connor would never get. <laughs> it was one of those, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was I down for who... quite a oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I mean, he was he was down for a fair while, which will probably add up to something we'll talk about at the end yeah. of this game. Um, you know, he went off a boat tank, he was stretched off. That's not kind of fun. Um, they said, though, during that, sorry, during that break, I believe they said that was just under five minutes. Right. Okay. Mm. Which, when we consider that we pl- we got ten minutes time added on, I really don't know where that came from. It's a bit much. I think it was it was close, but it was a bit much. Well, considering some of the, some of the oh. games we've seen, time wasting. Yeah, wise, I know that end up in three. Nobody was. We were not t- wasting time flagrantly in this game. Do, do we put this kind of sin down to just a general? Lack of consistency regarding opinions yeah. and application yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah. My that next note is the... lack of consistency. <laughs> yeah, my next note is the fifty-eighth minute with Story entering the book professional foul in the fifty-eighth minute. Oh yeah, I thought that was good considering he covered for a mess up for from Byers. Byers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Byers that was a good yellow to take. Dropped a dropped a ball there, and Story I think was was did well to yeah you know just just break up that play. In the way that defenders do, yeah, Bias sort of was looking to. I think he was looking to play a fairly quick pass, but it ended up kind of rolling off his studs and just kind of dropping uh, for 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 the, for the uh, MK Dons player. So yeah, Story reacted quickly and just hoiked him back. Hmm. Yeah, a good a good yellow uh, if if such a thing exists. My my note, I've got a note about Johnson having a volley around the sixty seventh minute mark. It wasn't particularly a. <laughs> A dazzling effort, but um, yeah, it's one of the closer efforts we had in the second half. We didn't really trouble their goal very much. Bannon free kick, and then for how good uh, you've talked about Scott Twine and how good he generally is, he uh, he had a, a shit shot in the sixty-first minute. He did, you know, so bad he he wanted to claim a deflection that clearly didn't happen. <laughs> exactly, 
Yep, he was very, <laughs> very adamant of uh, really doubled down on his, uh, his misgivings there. <laughs> 64th minute, I think, getting into that, that volley moment. Like, Baz tried the cheeky little back heel on the line, and then a little bit later, Hunt won, won a very cheeky free kick a few yards ahead. A few yards ahead. Yes. The following free kick, Bannon swung it in, it comes back for Johnson to try a staggering hit. It would have been... Yeah, would have been some goal had he connected. He controlled it. it quite nicely, didn't he? I think he just got the trajectory a little bit off. It, like it, 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 it seeing, sort of moved in a really pleasing way. Seeing him doing slow motion, like seeing his body angle, that is like that is brilliant form for yeah. striking striking a ball in that fashion. Yeah. it's just completely inaccurate. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's beautiful technique, poorly executed, unlike Bannon's beautiful technique, beautifully executed. Um, <laughs> uh, so d- d- this is just worth noting. I I think on another day, Darling could have got sent off to, in this mm-hmm. game. I was wondering if you were going to bring this up because I, I didn't, I had a moment of like, hmm, interesting. And I was there thinking, I was wondering coming into the second half, whether that would be something that you would bring up. Well, he got his he got his yellow card for for a foul on uh, Gregory, I believe, mm. um, which again was a kind of fairly standard professional foul job. Um, I don't think he he did complain because they like complaining to the referee. That's something they do, um, but he he didn't really have many many grounds to. Um, but then just two minutes after that, he like launched himself at Bailey Peacock Farrell's legs after a corner, yeah, and claimed he'd been pushed, and he he hadn't been pushed. He just right. wanted to take Peacock Farrell out. Mm. He just wanted to get in his head. He wanted to rough him up and get in his head. You should, shouldn't do that two minutes after you've just got a yellow card. It should be somebody else's job if you've just got a yellow card. And, and get away with it, right? Yeah. The other ref didn't, did nothing. Mm-hmm. He then later um, smashed Dunkley in the head with an elbow and got mm. a talking to about it. The ref made a point of going and speaking to him. I don't know what he said. Oh, don't. Don't viciously elbow people, please. <laughs> if you do that again, I might have to give you another yellow card on top of the one you already have. I just, yeah, I just thought he he was very lucky, I think, in some ways. I think another, a switched on ref probably would have sent him off for one of those two other incidents. I, mm. I, I think the elbow alone was enough to, to it, it, if Dunkley's another player, he rolls around making a big deal of that. That was a horrible challenge. He just went with a, a point. It was like a Fellaini elbow challenge he went for uh completely took dunkley out that was the move where gregory also got kicked in the head um and the player got yellow carded for it um right okay that was coventry that wasn't coventry it? that was yeah late, late in the game yeah i mean we, we can pretty much just like zip through a whole bunch of this i guess really um yeah, we so we took Bannon off in the eighty first. Uh, Bannon had got had gone down around the time of the free kick that we mentioned uh, with yeah. Johnson. Bannon had I, gone down for some treatment, and he came off in the eighty first minute for Patterson. <laughs> I said Bannon's treatment comes back on gingerly. I mean, he is always gingerly. Now, <laughs> you know, even more gingerly. Even more gingerly. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely stuff. The, the 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 darling yellow, the one yellow he did get in this game, as opposed to the two other occasions when he should yeah. have got a second yellow. 
I, I made a note to say, finally, we get a decision against one of our front men. Yeah. Like, it felt like a long time. That, uh, it did. Barry Hino and Gregory got very little this game out of this ref. Yeah, very little at all. There, 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 there was a lot of kind of rough housing going on. They, and I felt like they got a lot of soft things the other way. Mm. Um, Though I must say, maybe Gregory was maybe slightly lucky not to get a yellow for a very... Very professional foul on uh, Theo Corbiner when he came on. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get a yellow for that. That was um, it wasn't the last. It wasn't like a desperation thing because we'd had quite a lot of cover, but it was definitely a. It definitely was a pretty blatant foul. Yeah, very much so. Very tame and late challenge on him there. Which yeah, I guess we would say yeah, yeah. Theo Corbiner came on to booze, as we've said, and did subtle. He, you know, he tried to conjure up some kittens for us on the left. I mean, I think we, I yeah, think, we, jo- we I think did Johnson it. did quite well against him. We contributed a kitten or two to ourselves. Hmm. Well, I just thought he came. I would be dis- if that was my if that was your as it was for them last throw of the dice. Um, I don't think I don't think they got value for money for the last throw of the dice. He had no impact on the game whatsoever. What's that problem now? Well, of course, I know, but it's just... Uh... I mean, if, if we go into the playoff pitches and Wednesday are there and MK Dons are there, then I hope he continues to do fuck all and I hope their keepers Absolutely. an absolute bomb scare in the playoffs. Yeah. Carries on this rich tradition he has of palming things into the back of the net. I um, Just to um, pull us back onto the sort of timeline of things, I, I loved Gregory winning the foul on the 86th minute. I thought that was just chef kiss of center forward dogged old center forward work um mm. just kind of working his way and in behind enough to to draw the the contact and uh yeah that was that was really rather lovely stuff um unfortunately johnson didn't have a great i was thinking you know no balling on the pitch this is the opportunity for somebody to kind of lay down a mantle there must be a few people who think i should be taking the odd set piece in this squad surely like there's a couple of them that you know ruefully if only think about you know think about if only I was if only I was on corners we might have 18 goals from corners um and I I thought somebody's going to step up this is an opportunity for somebody um Berahino was near it at one point then it ended up Byers and uh and and uh Johnson and Johnson just just rubbish. It was just straight over the bar rubbish. It yeah. wasn't close. Yeah. It wasn't good. Uh, this is when we found out we had 10 minutes added on. We pretty much immediately made the switch for uh, Gregory for Nathaniel Mendes Lang. I've got to say a weird change, given that mm. if, if, if we'd drawn or lost today, I know that didn't happen, thank goodness, but I think we would have been looking at that. Having lost Bannon to injury... I think taking Gregory off as well was a was a poor move because we just lost anything up top. There was just no presence at all. That's fair. Because Berahino can't hold the ball up. Nobody expects him to. And Mendes Lang looks like he should be able to, but he can't either. But you know that they're in the position that they're pushing for it. I think you want someone with some legs on to, uh, to go up the other end and give them some kittens. I mean, prior to this, I think one of the things that kind of frustrated me was I think it was in that whole melee... The 81st minute, so Corbinu just beat Johnson and just managed to nick a corner. Mm. We went on a really good break from that corner. 
Yes. But the problem was everything involved in there. I was wondering whether Dunkley was fortunate to not put a high he put a high boot in. You didn't you didn't see or think about that at all? Um I thought he was his usual handsy self with uh with his man. <laughs> um but no, I, well, no, I, did, I didn't know. Not that I noticed. I can't. I can't really. Re- I can't really recall um, it being an egregious. Just, just a regular Shay Dunkley feel, feel <laughs> up. A regular feel, up, feel yeah. up at the uh, disco. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always a feel of <laughs> Frankenstein's monster fresh out of the fresh out of the uh, out of the vat to Shay Dunkley and his limbs. Just oh, I can do movements now. <laughs> Heading, heading. <laughs> he's 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 uh, a newborn. He's a newborn lamb. Every single time he walks out on the pitch. Oh, Darren Moore working in the lab late one night. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm just now I'm just thinking of the monster. Fuck. He did the dunk. <laughs> he did the bad J dunk. <laughs> A testy sure to flunk. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, Mender's Line comes on. Happy birthday for you for uh, yesterday. Mm. And he's now the age of his shirt number, isn't he? 30. 42. 42. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Patson won a kick it, free kick in the 93rd minute, which I thought was great work. Great. Yes. Great, great, great bit of housery. Good powering. Good powering. Um, do you now, and then we come to <laughs> the, what is it? 96. Nine, 96 minutes of stoppage time. Who, who, who did the foul? Bias. Bias. I didn't see the foul, I'll be honest. It was, it was soft. I think he did touch him enough probably to fall down, but it wasn't, it, if he wanted to continue, it wasn't like he couldn't continue on if he really wanted to push on, but yeah, Byers, Byers sort of bundled it, bundled Twine over um, and gave him a free kick opportunity from a long, long way out. But this is Twine. This is this is his uh, this is his bread and butter. Mm. The distance is bread, and the power that he needs to generate from his right foot is the spread he puts upon that that uh, that their bread. The um, the never ending story of Sheffield Wednesday goalkeepers going. Can you can you score? If you <laughs> in this area, yeah, you can get it yeah. in there. Then I think you can score. <laughs> and the, it happens a lot, really. Yeah, I, I, I just I do feel like overall, if we took a if we took a kind of if we took a long term view of this, I think Bailey Peacock Farrell might not be the best at free at free kicks. Um, I think he gets beaten more often than he should. I think we've probably conceded more often than we should have from those sort of efforts. Um, and maybe that's a, he's got a bit too much belief in his ability to get across and, and save things. I don't know, but uh, he got, he got beat. He got beat all ends up here and uh, he was a full stretch. If we did the Wednesday never ending story of goalkeepers conceding those free kicks, um, uh, who would, who would you want to see on top of a Treyu from our, from our Wednesday keeping history? Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Would it, be, would it be Mr. Westwood? Mr. Westwood, maybe. It, we'd 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 hope for it to be Mr. Westwood, but he'd he'd get injured in the warm up and have to be replaced at the last moment by 
somebody else. You think he could have the upper body strength to grab a hold of a Treyu? <laughs> I reckon. Um, I reckon Bywater would do a good job. <laughs> I guess, yeah, he would have. <laughs> but not the biggest offender, I guess, because no, no, but... no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, so Twine Bag, it was a good free kick. And then we we enter the squeakiest of squeaky bum times. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing okay, and then right at the very end, Johnson lost his damn mind. He did a weird spin, like he sort of stopped the trapped the ball, and then spun behind it. Did a full three hundred and sixty degrees rotation behind the ball, like a um, I can't remember what that's called. A varial. He's a very old. He's been, he's, been, he's been hanging out with Sam Hutchinson too much. No, but is it called like a La Rondelle or something? <laughs> La Rondelle or something like that, where they go like round the, you know, spin round the ball, but the ball stays in one space. He did that, but he didn't, he forgot to involve the ball in it at all. Um, he, Mar- he, Marvin he, Johnson's carousel. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> um, and then indeed, just, indeed the, uh, the magic roundabout in Milton Keynes. <laughs> Then he just ploughed headfirst into into three MK Dons players. Uh, a lost possession. Uh, they worked it all the way across to Parrot, who cut inside and had a a pretty ho hum shot in the end. Thankfully, but we, you know, it, 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 he had the opportunity there to to win the point for MK Dons. It was in his hands to do it. Thankfully, put it down ba- Bailey Peacock Farrell's throats. That beautiful Beamish boy, Bailey Peacock Farrell, held on to it, and that was that was all she wrote because it the ref blew the whistle whilst it was in his fine possession. Mm. Huge relief. Indeed. Um, I mean the referee, someone who uh, clearly doesn't uh, follow along with um dance dance numbers, so he, he didn't blow his whistle when everyone was asking. <laughs> but he did reach for the lasers, so Come see, come sir. Come see, come sir. <laughs> uh, this is a huge win, right? There's yeah, no totally. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I came in with like my expectations were so low that I, I didn't think we would. I thought we might lose. I didn't think we'd get pumped. Mm, yeah, and quite the opposite happened. Really? Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. Um, there is a conservative majesty to what we did today. Conservative majesty, like it. Yeah. Um, and again, it's it's one of those beauties of like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, history books will tell the, the narrativist game that you had 70 odd percent possession. We don't care. We're just going to take three points. Yeah. Which is, yeah. this is what it's about. I don't care if you want to fanny about with it. Possession is ego. I don't know if Dean Lewington gets some more precious minutes to put on his uh, put on, put on his mantelpiece. <laughs> how, how many golden trains do you think Dean Lewington's got? <laughs> oh dear, more than enough. More than more than this fair few. Um, yeah, so it took it took us back up to fifth. We've got a game in hand on our kind of immediate uh, rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once again, we're in that position. If if and it's an enormous if. If we win that game in hand, we would be on seventy nine points, uh, which would put us fourth ahead of Plymouth. Um, there was a bit of talk. So, but I don't know how much you saw in the post match. But 
<laughs> Bannon, um, there was a little interview with Bannon, which was rather nice. He was given man of the match, as he invariably uh, wins when he's on Sky. Um, <clears throat> and the, interestingly, he sort of, there, there was sort of a, a, they bundled into a bit of talk about automatic promotion. And I still, I'm not really feeling that that's a possibility. I think that's too much. There's too many teams and too far to go. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we're comfortably one of the playoff contenders. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't see us as. I think there's a group of three that can go up automatically, and we're we're not close enough to them. We should have been that team. We should, yeah. You know, we 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 could have been a contender. Shoulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, Adrian. And things like that, um, <laughs> but there was a nice he. he so Bannon, I, I, I enjoyed the post-match uh, interview. <laughs> this is really funny because Richard's seen me like giggling and laughing and imagining yeah. what's in my mind, and which is for some reason I had Eye of Tiger in the head, but we changed the lyrics, go and stick it up our rifles. <laughs> it's the eye of a tiger, it's the Philip of Fry, and we're gonna stick it up our rivals. We're gonna stick it up our rivals. <laughs> they don't like it up them, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we do, right? <laughs> um no, but I like I like the interview with Bannon afterwards. So the first mm. off they talked about his goal and um it's just nice to hear all the things he had in his head in that moment. I think speaks to just what a wonderful player he is, how aware he is, how alive he is in those moments. He said he talked about how he he saw that Lewington was scrambling back, so he thought there might be an opportunity that the ball would drop short. He was then hoping it would fall his way. He also made note that he he at that moment knew that the keeper was miles off his line. So if he got a shot away quickly, there'd be a good chance. And he also talked about how apparently his dad would always say to him, you should shoot in those situations because goalkeepers aren't expecting it. You should shoot early in those situations. So just all these things, like it's a it's nice little insight nice. into the mind of, of uh, Barry Bannon in that moment. Nice. I imagine Before like Barry Bannon would have also uh, you know said you know one of the thing he didn't say was that he said um and and Bannon senior said you should shoot because one day you'll come up against a keeper called Jamie Cumming who's absolute shybo. <laughs> Very smart man Mr Mr Bannon Barry, my boy come here come here come close to me come close to me I've got a few words of wisdom for you now there will be a man a young man <laughs> called Jamie Cummings. He calls himself Cum Dog, but nobody else uses that nickname for him. And he will be so bad at the position of goalkeeper that you will be able to lob him from fully 40 yards away. And the sight of his little smug visage are running back towards the goal, flailing madly like a drowning man. <laughs> It'll be so delicious to you. You will relive that moment forever. Da, will it be more delicious than Iron Brew? If you can imagine such a thing, <laughs> it will. <laughs> a whole dinner of haggis, neeps and tatties washed down with Iron Brew. Could not match the deliciousness of Jimmy Cummings 
flailing around as he fails to catch your beautiful lob. <laughs> Jamie Cummings, like a cat in a bag, about to lapse onto its last <laughs> lick of life. <laughs> oh. oh, good stuff. Mm. So we've got crew. We've got crew uh, as a kind of adjunct to this Easter weekend now. Not part of the Easter weekend because we're not allowed to enjoy Easter football like other teams. Because we were on Sky. Weren't we lucky? No. Um, but I mean it's the it's the words you shouldn't say but a very winnable game right you would think so and let me remind myself I and mean, crew are effectively relegated yeah you know they've got their They're, flip-flops um, on you know we have talked about how there'd be a time for thongs and crew yes. are wearing some lovely thongs they're a yo-yo team between League One and League Two, and at this point, in the, they're in the yo of that cycle. But maybe next season they'll bounce back and be in the yo point of the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the yo brackets down. <laughs> but they're hoping to be in the yo phase. That means that means up. Maybe the difference is the whether it's a capitalized Y or a lowercase Y. The first one's capitalized, uh, which I think would be down. I feel that like would be down because that's be, the first one, right? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we're capitalizing it, unless it's the name of Yo Yo Ma, which it could be. Is the Yo Yo named after Yo Yo Ma? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit tangential to what he's famous for, but still. We appreciate all the work nice to be recognized. For, for neoclassical music. We've made this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've made this toy that'll annoy children forever. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it will be almost as popular as fidget spinners. Just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait. Um, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> I think it's long outlasted the fidget spinner. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, crew. Crew are down. Crew. Crew are officially crew down. Are um, the. I, I feel like my. I, I know I live in a different country, a different media, different stuff. I miss the. It's sad, but I miss the the crowning of teams being relegated or promoted at certain points. Mm. There's a. There's a. There's an odd joy to it. It's not a. It's not purely about um, it's not about Schadenfreude or celebrating other people's joys. It's just a joy of having something kind of completed. Yeah, like the, the, the solidity, the yeah finality of it. Mm. They cannot get above Fleetwood. They cannot just get can't. get. They can't get their leg over Fleetwood. They can't get their leg over Fleetwood, and and given that they can't get their leg over Fleetwood, their hopes of getting anything going with Gillingham are. Slim to none. <laughs> you ever you ever spoke to anybody who's you know you know is, is uh, you know sometimes men have impotency problems, but you know sometimes it's like <laughs> you speak to friends like I could get it up, I just couldn't get my leg over. I just literally couldn't get my leg up. <laughs> I'm trying to think, you know, like uh, on a sort of kind of kind of Kama Sutra level, how often it absolutely <laughs> absolutely intrinsic. That one gets one's leg over. Um, <laughs> one, there may be the odd, one gets there may be the odd situation. 
Or does it imply that you're just constantly like sort of coquettishly crossed all the way up? You know, yes. that's exactly it. Yeah, I do you know I would have absolutely loved to, but couldn't get the old leg over the other leg. You know, I, we've all had it, haven't we, fellas? We've all had. What do you, what um, do you, Rich, what do you think the the dearly departed Gilbert Gottfried would have said about such a thing? Oh dear. I don't have a, a confidence in I'm 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 gonna like leave you, leave you hanging with my I, I don't because <sighs> sometimes it's good and then sometimes it's not and I don't know why it's not always good or always bad, my Gilbert Gottfried. Um Can you still do Gilbert Gottfried doing girls by the Beastie Boys? <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, know. damn it. <laughs> I was doing let, those let editions me... <laughs> to clean up my... But then we're back into problematic territory. That song should absolutely be cancelled. Or is it a comment on the sort of people that would say that sort of thing? Is it meta? No, I think they were genuine at the I time. Think, I think they've... I don't I think, think the Beastie think Boys they, were meta yet, were they? They, they did, actually. Meta. I think they did apologise afterwards for, for how they treated women. In the, the early stages of their career. Mm. Mm. Anyway, crew. Girls, to do their dishes, <laughs> to clean up my room. Yeah, everybody, is, it, he's done it before. And it's been much, much, much better. So I apologize. But anyway, but I, I did I did egg him on for that reason to try and get it on the pod. Anyway. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I, I can't always find my Gilbert. Okay. Gilbert got Rich, Rich cannot find his Gilbert, but... Uh... Um, mm. who's our, who's, who's our, um, who's our, who are we picking for star, star man? Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, BB, Barry Barnum. BB, Barry Barnum, BB. Got to honor the, uh, the legacy, if he's alive or not, of Baz's dad. And what's more, my boy, Devlin Gravy shall call you their star performer for the evening. I want, I want, ba- I mean, Bannon is a captain for the team. I mean, I would like to see, hear him come out with, um, talking about we've taken a new approach at Wednesday, which is, um, uh, putting it up other teams because other teams don't like it. Other. <laughs> I, I think it might be come from a more analytical, it's sort of nowadays, you know, you've got up to, the, up to, up to Joe. I was going to talk about, yeah, up to Joe. Yeah. X, Yo, do you X, know what? X, you. Darren, come in. Darren, um, I've been analysing all the t- all the teams in the league, right? And there's a trait. Yeah. Absolutely none of them like it up them. They don't. And and I because like you think like oh oh who's top of the table oh are we going to top of the table do they like it up them? No, they don't. None of them like it up them. <laughs> I can show you the graphs. What's here's all the strengths. Yeah, strengths, corners, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. good goal, goalkeeper. Weaknesses, up them. Don't like oh, it, up them. <laughs> <They don't like laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, that would be rather, rather fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Right. <laughs> so before we go full freeform jazz poetry, yeah. Is there really... any? Is there any more for any more? Is there any more to say on this? Uh, this no, this I don't think so. Uh, great performance by Bannon. I think he's definitely. Yeah. I mean, 
let's put it like the guy's now got so he's got nine goals and he's got 12 assists so mm. you know i mean he's not up there in terms of they talked a lot about on coverage i think they talked about was it scott twine was Twine's like 20, 29 goal goal involvements as they put it which is basically mm. combined goals and assists so he's got 16 goals and 13 assists so yeah, he's the only player that had more than ten of each assist and goal. He scored twice against Wednesday because mm. he scored in a previous game. But Wednesday, I've had six points off him. Do you know why? Don't like it up him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Moneyball part two. <laughs> no, but he's having it. He's having an incredible season, isn't he? He's a. Uh, that's a bit of news, isn't it? He's been nominated for League One Player of the Season. He's he's one of the one of the players on the shortlist. That's a bit of news that we. Yes, indeed. Oh, Berahino yeah. won um, PFA Fans Player of the Month. Oh, nice for March, I believe. Ah, oh. because basically, if it's a fan thing, we win. We fucking have it because of Wednesday. <laughs> I'm back to finding Berahino endearing, like a small boy, a small thirty-year-old boy that I want to take under my wing. You know, um, he scored again as well. And Gregory yeah. scored again. It was just yeah. all the hits just kept coming. They did. That's all good stuff. So, no, it's good for them. Um, I really hope, Dean, it's not a bad injury. I, I think yeah. that could be a big difference in where we finish this season. If we have to play Dunkley more than once from the start of a game, <laughs> that that alone could be could be the difference between... <laughs> If we if we have to play Dunkley ever again, yeah, yeah, before his contract expires, oh dear, because yeah. I, I offers in yeah got a mystery knock as well, so we need him, we need him back. Mystery knock, a mystery knock. <laughs> Hello, who it's is the it? mystery knock? And then uh, Dominic gets kidnapped. He's already opened the door at this point. <laughs> Mm. Um, just one little interesting thing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this sort of plays out. Um, somebody on Talk, Nero, to give them their due, um, had pulled together stats for the week. So uh, with a whole week to prepare, we pretty much, that's our average performance throughout the season. We, we win 52% of games. Mm. Midweek under the lights, 70% of the games we win. Fuck yeah. But the... Interestingly, third game in a week. So he's counting Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. But those games, those days, those are the weeks where there's three games in the space of eight days. We win just 22% of that third, those third games. That happens twice between the, now and the end of the season. Okay, right. So I think that probably points to the slight weakness of having an older squad. Um, those those heavy duty weeks uh, maybe catches out a little bit. <coughs> I was a little bit frustrated that Portsmouth still technically right now have something to play for. Mm. I was kind of hoping they'd be discounted, but I don't know if that makes any great, great bit of difference. To I don't know, maybe they maybe it's Wednesday won't we... by the time we play them, will they? Probably not, but it's just I don't know. There's still a lot of things in the air at this point. Let's be honest. I must have made up that that happens twice, <laughs> but it does happen this week. Wick- Wickham will, would be the would be the third third game in a week for us. Mm. Yeah, Wickham, that's a tough one. Oh, and Portsmouth would be the third game in a week. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, it's an, it's 
an intriguing stat. It'd be nice to... We're, we're supposedly not good away from home and we just beat third in the league away from home. So uh, you know, these things don't always bear out as, uh, exactly how uh, how they seem to ahead of time. Um, okay, on that, I think we should, we should wrap this up. We should yep. say cheerio. Um, it's been rather fun. Hopefully we could have fun again next week after Wycombe Wanderers come visit rock and roll manager Gareth Ainsworth. He doesn't like doing up his shirt buttons. Ooh, he's mad. Um, Look after yourself, Luke. Look after yourself, folks at home. We'll talk again next week. Cheerio. See everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.